Good morning. It's Tuesday, June 27th. I'm Gideon Resnick in for Shemitah Basu. This is Apple News Today. On today's show, the Supreme Court rules on a critical election case, how trying year-round school might close the pandemic learning gap, and the messy breakups that have been caused by Netflix's crackdown on password sharing. But first, a key piece of evidence in the secret documents case against former President Donald Trump is now public. CNN obtained the 2021 tape where Trump appears to brag about having secret papers about potential plans to attack Iran. It is a critical part of the federal case against him. Trump has pleaded not guilty to 37 felonies, including unlawfully retaining government secrets and conspiring to obstruct justice. It's a short tape where Trump refers to papers and seems to be showing them to people in the room. He's talking about General Mark Milley, the Pentagon's Joint Chiefs chairman. Well, with Milley, uh, let me see that. I'll show you an example. He said that I wanted to attack Iran. Isn't it amazing? I have a big pile of papers. This thing just came up. Look, this was him. They presented me this. This is off the record, but they presented me this. This was him. This was the Defense Department and him. Wow. We looked at some. This was him. This wasn't done by me. This was him. All sorts of stuff. It's pages long. Look. Wait a minute. Let's see here. Yeah. I just found, isn't that amazing? This totally wins my case, you know. Mm-hmm. Except it is like highly confidential, yeah. <laughs> secret. This is secret information. But look, look at this. So he acknowledges that the papers are sensitive. And later on in the tape, Trump says he did not declassify them. Yeah. See, as president, I could have declassified yeah. them. Now I can't, you know, but this is yeah, classified. Now we have a problem. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. It's so yeah. cool. I mean, it's so- the federal indictment says the tape was recorded at Trump's Bedminster, New Jersey, golf club. It says at the meeting, Trump showed people classified information about Pentagon plans in the event of an order to attack Iran. Prosecutors say it was a writer and publisher working on a book and two of Trump's staff members. The tape appears to undercut Trump's claims in a recent Fox News interview that he did not have any classified documents with him and that he was merely talking about newspaper stories. Trump's campaign told CNN that Trump did nothing wrong and the tape's release does not change that. Yesterday, a federal judge set a hearing for the middle of next month to talk about how classified materials will be handled in the case. The judge also denied a federal request to keep the list of potential witnesses secret. Now, let's check in on some other big stories that are in the news. Today, the Supreme Court announced a long-awaited ruling with implications for future elections. In a 6-3 decision, it said North Carolina Supreme Court was correct in ruling that a Republican-drawn electoral map was a partisan gerrymander. The case was a key test of what's been called the independent state legislature theory. This is an idea that state legislatures can be virtually unchecked in making rules involving federal elections. And quickly, there are several updates in a number of cases involving mass shootings. 
In Florida, a jury is deliberating today in an unusual case related to the Parkland shooting in 2018. Scott Peterson was an armed school resource officer at Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School. Prosecutors say he failed to confront the gunman. Charges here include felony child neglect. Peterson's attorney says his client did the best job possible during a chaotic shooting where it was hard to tell what was happening. If convicted, he could face up to 96 years in prison. The case is thought to be the first where an officer is on trial for inaction in a school shooting. Also this week, a jury is hearing arguments for and against the death penalty for the man convicted of shooting and killing 11 people at Pittsburgh's Tree of Life Synagogue in 2018. It was the deadliest anti-Semitic attack in U.S. history. The shooter's attorneys argue he should not get the death penalty because he has brain impairments. If the jury doesn't agree to a death sentence, he will automatically get life in prison without parole. Then in Colorado Springs, there was a guilty plea yesterday by the mass shooter who admitted he killed five people and wounded several others at an LGBTQ plus nightclub last year. He was sentenced to five life sentences without the possibility of parole. We've heard a lot about the strain the pandemic put on education, but now we're learning more about its long-lasting impact. ProPublica reporter Alec McGillis looks at how the problem is playing out in Richmond, Virginia. It's an in-depth story done in partnership with The New Yorker. I'm very concerned that there's a general lack of urgency and of commitment to addressing this huge problem, which is going to have really lifelong consequences for this generation. There's a strong connection between learning and skills and achievement and income in this country. According to the latest data from the National Assessment of Educational Progress, math and reading test scores for 13-year-olds have dropped dramatically. In math, it's the single largest drop in half a century. McGillis told us about the challenges in Richmond where nearly all students are Black. Schools were closed for 18 months. And so you just had students at all ages who just fell back so much. In 2021, the superintendent proposed a big shift, essentially year-round school. That would mean only one month of summer break and several two-week breaks during the year. There was extra pay offered for teachers who volunteered to work more. You're helping to reduce that notorious regression losses that happen to students after every single summer vacation. And that's a problem that hits especially hard. Research has shown it hits especially hard with low-income and Black and Hispanic students. Many parents, teachers, and school board members were opposed to year-round school. They said it would be a strain on students, families, and schools. So the change didn't happen initially. But later, after test scores kept dropping, the superintendent tried again, getting approval for a limited pilot of year-round school. Richmond is not the only school district in the country changing the schedule to add more teaching time. Atlanta, L.A., and Dallas have also made days longer or added additional days. Lockdowns may be over, but the impact lingers for students. We'll see over time whether these calendar changes can help kids to catch up. Netflix started cracking down on password sharing in May, and ever since, families, friends, exes have all been forced into difficult conversations about their accounts. Basically, breakup talks. 
The Wall Street Journal has been following tales from across the country. Now, for some people out there, the change has been a good thing, a way to actually cut unwanted ties. One guy allowed his ex to stay on his Netflix account after they broke up, but he later regretted the decision. So the policy change gave him a chance at closure. He told his ex she was going to lose access for good. Another woman cut off her mom and brother over a series of long phone calls. She leaned on a classic line with a slight twist. It's not you, it's Netflix. She later told the journal it felt a lot like getting a divorce. A group of three adult siblings found out via text message that they were getting dumped from their dad's account. Under the new limits, he could only share access with two of them at most. And since he couldn't choose, he instead offered a small consolation prize, access to a new family plan for Microsoft Office, giving up selling Sunset and getting spreadsheets in return. Uh, You can read more about that and all the stories we talked about today in the Apple News app. And if you're already listening to the News app, stick around to hear a story about a hit show on another streaming platform, Yellowstone. The Hollywood Reporter goes in depth with the creator Taylor Sheridan about the whole universe of cowboy shows he's made. And he has inside details about Kevin Costner's exit from the show. So sit back, enjoy listening to that, and Shimita will be back with the news tomorrow. Tomorrow. 